Hello, hello, hello. My name is Nate Rossa, and welcome back to I Just Can't Even With Myself Right Now, my personal pet project podcast where I discuss absolutely anything that comes to mind because limits are for losers, and in my space, we follow the wind. So sit back, tense up, and enjoy NE Unleashed. And as always, live it up, folks, and make it happen. Hello everybody, and dang, it is cold right now. Um, I like the cold, which is kind of funny. I like, I enjoy it. I, <laughs> I, I'm kind of like the person to be like, I like long walks by the beach, and occasionally imagining myself doing a polar bear swim because why not? Uh, but that doesn't. It's not to say that I can't. That I'm not at all uncomfortable with the cold. I feel like. I could use a little, you know, cuddles with my pillows in a velvet blanket somewhere, which I don't have at the moment. So that's just kind of how it's going to be. I know it's been a while, and I have been festering. (laughs) I've been been busy. Busy festering um, in the (laughs) self-loathing of the self, and... Of the mind, <laughs> I I can't take it myself seriously. Um, I'm actually doing kind of a quick experiment right now where I have an energy drink at 6 p.m. and to see how that's gonna affect me. Usually, it doesn't affect me. Plus, I don't really think people can tell the difference because usually I do talk uh, quick and fast anyway. But actually, to in in a more serious on a more serious note, the whole period of just blankness has been mostly because a lot of thought has been going through my head and through my mind not that thinking actually causes me to literally be immobile or anything but fundamentally it's about type and since you know my podcast or this show is about type in in general uh i also like think about how like this is supposed to be or like what it's gonna be for the future and how you know how do i tell the listeners and the folks that you're that are listening you know hey how are you um how are we gonna get along with this and how do we make sense because i have been going through a process where i feel like migrating uh, my typical preference for a personality system to something else and i think um people have been noticing i mean i like to dabble in uh, in systems anyway, and I like dabbling in most of them. But lately, I've just been really connected uh, with, you know, a whole different kind of system, and I've been really, and it's been getting me into these bouts of just thought processing um, concept. Um, of course, this is going to be, for the most part, the one at the moment that really hits me, and it's, you know, having had discussions with fellow folks from this system, it's just been you know, wild ride, very fun, and kind of satisfies my kind of need for kind of accuracy, uh, for seriousness about type in general, and just the realism, realistic quality um, and properties of type that you don't usually find in um, in pop MBTI or pop typology kind of systems. And this is, and I know this is going to cause like hilarity but it's socionics you know i want to give you i i was trying to build up to something but 
you know, I, I can't be an EIE. Like, it's... It, <laughs> I can't dramatize it and expect that to get anywhere. It, it doesn't work like that. So we're gonna go with the anticlimactic route, and y'all are gonna just have to take this rabbit hole with me. So, so far, I've just been super into it. Uh, and so far, I've just... Actually, for the most part, when I first started getting into it, it was very early. It was very... Uh, I was still very doubtful, skeptical in the sense that, you know, I, I wasn't ready to just completely give up my you know, concepts and understanding of, you know, MBTI in general. But there are arguments being made and opinions being, you know, expressed that are actually, from what I, from, to my ears, are making a lot of sense. And it's, you know, it's not something that I'm not going to consider and I'm definitely going to have to put it in my mind. Because that's just kind of how it is, and you know, every time I'm, you know, I learned the con, I learned the system, and then I look at MBTI, and the more I cannot see the two as um, similar systems, like the more I have to separate them, the more I have to distance either or from each other, and for the most part, because um, the definitions are completely different. Like the migration from if you're coming from an MBTI standpoint, the migration over to socio, it's it's going to be really difficult. Uh, the information elements, which is what they call the the functions, and there is an explanation for that why they don't call it cognitive functions in socio, and why it's called information. Actually, the the more accurate term is information metabolism. Uh, it's it's the things that a person how they process information, which actually come to think about it is how they metabolize information it sounds like a very good way to describe um how whatever it is we're doing whatever it is type is describing and actually sorry excuse me it, it actually makes a lot of sense in my head um because of it and there's a lot of little aspects about it now a big part of the migration that i'm personally doing is because you know i can't seem to marry the idea of mixing systems together, it's it's really hard for me to get to that point. I can dabble. Like the thing is, is I can still have a conversation with somebody about type. I just want to know which system you're using because then I'll be able to express my thought process on that matter or my opinions on that matter via said you know system. Um, mixing it kind of opens the door for confusion and <laughs> quite a bit of just a little bit of uh, you know here and there in a messy and all that good stuff and it doesn't always you know uh it doesn't always result in what you want and that's why i think it's it's really important to kind of have a full before you start doing umbrella terminology and start hugging every system it's good to understand the fundamental aspect of each said system uh in order to have a educated opinion on said system you know which i think i thought was pretty basic um of a concept when we you know, if any of us actually enter typology like as a thing, but you know, it's not something I notice that people do. I think, I you know, I have a feeling that people like to blend systems anyway. I know I talked about personality alchemists because they're the type of folks who, I, I guess, for lack of a better term, they're just frustrated because there's so many systems out there, so many schools of thought, philosophies, everything. That you know, why can't we just have one universal system and make it all happen? And you know, I can understand why a person is going to want that. I understand the frustration one can have when you're entering typology, especially for a first time, and, you you know, the frustration finally hits you that there's like, oh, I have to learn another side of the pseudo-psychology that we just have to, like, absorb to get in with the trends. Um, 
well, first of all, you don't have to get trendy with it. You don't need to. Um, for me, it's like, Sozio has been there for a while. People have been preaching it. People have been into it. People have been teaching it. It's all that good stuff. I am not here hopping on a trend because I think that, you know, oh my goodness, it's popular now. Let's do it. No, I can't. It's not like, I don't think anything, if you're hopping on a trend, in my opinion, I don't think it's a sustainable reasoning if we do that, you know, if that's the gig. So I'm actually approaching this with a mindset that this system has actually been really cool and has been explaining my thought process in a lot more uh, systematic way that isn't just flowery. Now, let me explain what that means. In socio, I am an IEE, which is uh, short for what I believe is an intuitive, ethical um, extrovert. If I remember correctly, or extroversion, if I remember correct how this goes. Now, all y'all other folks from into socio will probably like, you know, gang up on me on this. But remember, as an IEE, I am polar TI, so forgive me for that. But from what I understand, I'm trying to gather that that seems to be correct. Uh, the lettering is different. Now, I'm not gonna go drivel on on and on and on about like trying to explain socio in this particular episode because I don't really. Th- I mean, I feel like there's a lot of content out there. You know, for that, I just feel like I just want to express my feelings on the whole gig because lately, this the blending of the two systems is actually going to become more frustrating um, over time, and I think it's because the definitions are completely different from the two systems that it's actually making it really hard for people to get along. Because if you know, if you're trying to blend systems, you end up saying, like for example, you would say an opinion about ISFPs. But that's not the same in socios. There is no ISFP in the socionic system. Um, people like to say ESI. And I know this is an example that other socio folks are using. And I'm going to definitely use it myself because it, it's one of the most uh, predominant or uh, popular ones to use. And it, it's pretty it's pretty blatant and in your face. It, it just doesn't work because you have on one end like an ISFP who's super into like our tortured soul uh you know leads with fi internal moral code uh you know compassionate thoughtful you know just constantly mistakes themselves as infj feely blah 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 cute right it's cute it's cute um and i'm not bashing on mbti necessarily i'm just saying that that's not esi like you can't just migrate that and then call it a day because ESI it's creative SE it's pushy it's strong they're called guardians they're powerful they're um they're the ones that stand up and they'll fight you if you touch they're kind of like the best way I can describe it metaphorically it's like a sleeping bear metaphor where you don't want to poke it because it will you know eat you if you do if you piss them off um which is not the same (laughs) it's not the same and you know, and talking with a lot of, uh, I mean, currently I've just been hanging out with an e, like with a couple EIEs, well, betas basically with EIEs and SLEs, and they're really fun. I, I have no complaints with them at all. Um, the whole thing that I'm like learning is also the whole quadra concept doesn't fit MBTI concept, and I know people like to play around with it, but again, it goes back to the definitions of the terminology because when you look at it from a purely systematic point of view they can't just mix the two 
you know, like you can't just say in MBTI, oh, that person's a beta because they're ESTP. It doesn't work. Um, it has to be, you, you have to start using um, socio-terminology and jargon to make sense of that statement. It would be fundamentally incorrect. Um, a, a really smart dude um, who I currently pretty, you know, fanning over. It's, you know, I can't think of a better word for it. I, I really don't. Um, so Damon provided me or provided a lot of folks with a type chart, which is basically an organized kind of chart about all the definitions or, you know, boiled down to, you know, phrases and single words of how it is in each system. And, you know, reading through it, I it, it almost kind of gave me that kind of big hit. I'm like, hey, I mean, I'm digging socio more. You know, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm digging this more than traditional or pop MBTI, um, more so than, like, uh, you know, like, the other the other systems. Albeit, my mind, as an NE DOM, it's still going to be open, you know? <laughs> I'm still going to be, you know, th- seeing and thinking um, and being open to everything, because I think that part's very much true. Like, um, it's just that when <laughs> I go you know looking into how serious um or like looking into like trying to be able to utilize type as a tool i can't think of any other system at the moment um and frankly i haven't even i haven't explored all of it all every system um out there which i am intending to so basically back to my circle point circling back like for example like fi um, I remember having like struggling in my previous episode trying to describe FI as I was trying to like, oh, it's different in socio because it really is. Um, FI and MBTI, and I'm going to use my own words for this. It's like your own moral sense of ethics. Like you're like you have this internal harmony, seeking internal harmony, this this focus on the individual, this focus on making yourself, putting your priority on self-care and like, you know, in self what else everything to do with the self with a capital s from what i from what we understand right it's also very it's, it tends to be very abstract it's very um they can use whatever words they want because it's the feeling inside that makes up for it so i get it you know i've done pieces on it i've i've done tweets where i've like posted notes that i've thought about when it comes to fi because in a sense if i'm using mbti and i'm talking to somebody who also uses mbti i can definitely explain to you what f how fi works um, IE and ENFP. Fortunately, actually, uh, migrates pretty well and very comfortably between the two systems, which thank goodness. Um, but it doesn't always the case. Maybe it's just the case it is for me having migrated um, comfortably, but I doubt there's also other ENFPs that probably would disagree with this. Um, FI and socio, on the other hand, is they call it the subject or the sense of subjective distance between two people. It's all about harmony between two people it's about um well it's about having an opinion on a subjective experience or having an opinion on an experience and then it's being purely of your own subjective like internal thoughts and whatnot um preferences play a big role in this in this information element well which is another way that i can't forget it's not cognitive functions and i don't know if i made mention of this earlier in socio, they don't call it cognitive functions, and it's actually pretty important to make that clear, make that distinction clear. It's information elements or information metabolism, um, because if you don't and you start referring them as cognitive functions, you're just 
no, it just doesn't work. <laughs> it, it doesn't apply. <laughs> Unfortunately, it doesn't apply on a fundamental level. Anyways, back to FI. It's also not known as FI. It's known as introverted ethics. And I think it's actually a pretty good term also. Because it is an ethical function. There's an ethical component to it um, that's more so humanistic in in portrayal. I know uh, introverted feeling, a lot of folks have been troubling with that terminology. Um because feeling seems very, like, simple. Um, I know in other systems they described it as authenticity, which, hey, I've actually struggled with that term for a while. Now, allow me to kind of deviate for a second and, like, rant a bit about um, authenticity. I don't like that term, personally. I don't think it's important. I don't think it's significant. I don't think it's um, an accurate depiction of anyone who's an FI ego. Like, I don't think any of that word it makes sense to me um on a philosophical conversational and basic level authenticity is something all humans have um and try to do and try to be and i think a lot of folks preach nowadays in this modern society um about being true to yourself and being true with your own emotions i feel like if i doesn't claim monopoly shouldn't claim monopoly on just that terminology it's not good enough for me um there's arguments also it's it's like, it's not the opposite. Like, there is no opposite of authenticity that's supposed to be conveyed in FE, which is extroverted feeling or in socio-extroverted ethics. Um, it's like, it just causes more issues because, like, an extroverted feeler being told to react to the mood, being told to um, force on harmonious relations, um, being, you know, more for group, you know, ethical belief systems... Uh, in assessing what, like, the most important thing between the group is, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's cute, but it's not the opposite of authenticity, which I think is kind of difficult for me to wrap my head around. Now, people can disagree with me, and that's fine. I just don't... Like, I just want to argue and have a personal kind of stake in this by making it a point that as an IEE, whose whole kind of being is about adapting to other people around them, um, authenticity is something that's kind of lost in translation because I'm really good at blending with other people. I don't believe that my identity is so, you know, firm and I don't know. Like, it's just, I, I feel like it's an insult to an IEE that I'm to be told that my introverted feeling is supposed to make me like really have this core thing. Like, I don't get it. Um, and that's why I can't fully, I can't fully accept it. For that, for that being said, um, I know with FI ego, like FI dominance, or in this case FI base, um, folks which are the ESI and the EII, the identity may be more cemented for them because that is their playground. Actually, no, sorry, that is their kind of being, their the air that they breathe. But FI to me is my playground, so it's not going to be the same um, in application and. And it's why, like, I find it kind of funny that that kind of is distinction is being, or that kind of gig is being described to be such a way, because I don't, I really don't agree with it. Um, and I really don't agree that that makes any sense. Um, authenticity, I, it's the thing I've been struggling with the most, actually, in MBTI, and I think I've been struggling with as a concept, because it, it almost concludes that if I'm supposed to accept authenticity as a part of me it would actually convince me to be inauthentic as a person and therefore like problematic even though 
you know, looking into socio, the explanations and the systems and or how the system works, um, my behavior is actually pretty normal and pretty basic as an IE. So it's kind of like, hmm, interesting. So I just feel like um, MBTIs, ENFPs, tend, the descriptions there and how FI has been described for us, it is a little limiting in my opinion. And I'd love to have that discussion more so with other folks about it. I just feel like that's how it is. Um, and in socio, there's also like concepts where it explains what my insecurities are and what my vulnerabilities are and, you know, where that is. In in the ENFP world, um, it's always talks about how like we need to follow through more. We need to like, we're just difficult. We're great at starting projects, terrible at finishing it, blah, blah, blah. Um, and that's cute. But a lot of the explanations tend to be from the content creators who tend to express their own opinions on, especially if they're also ENFPs, that this is how and what we are based on our own subjective experiences. Um, in socio, it's based on your interactions with other people and what those data have reaped, you know, what the data has produced results so that we can actually quantify and track it, which I appreciate the data because we don't have that. Um, in MBTI. And I think that's one of my big, I think it's a big problem of mine when approaching MBTI. And again, with the whole thing with the bashing thing, like I'm just stating out differences. It ain't some kind of, you know, grandiose, like, you know, I don't like one or the other. Um, I prefer one over the other, which is pretty clear. You know, that's just kind of how I see it. But it's fine if, again, like it's not hard for me to switch back and forth. Because I have created that distinction, and I feel like now that I have, it makes so much sense now, and I can actually, like, um, have a... I can just calm down, you know? <laughs> I can not be so bothered by anything. It, it's funny that how, that's how it is. Introverted ethics in, in, in socio is, like, caring about the status of your relationship with another person. It's, like, caring about... If this person is good for you or not, if this person is worth it for you or not, if this person you like them or not, and why. Now, the why concept is actually kind of interesting because I don't necessarily, for myself, I don't necessarily know the why right away, but I just, sometimes I just know the feeling right away. It's just very natural for me to sense that this person is for or against me. And it, you know, combo that with my NE, and it explains how or it theorizes that you know IEEs are very good at um, noticing the potentials of others by noticing what makes that person skilled at what some particular thing and being able to hone in on those parts of them Um, I think that's very cool because I've been arguing a lot that my biggest um, gig as an IEE is being able to spot the competencies in other people that's not hard for me you know I I can walk into a room and I'm suddenly aware of um you know what's this person can be or this person is useful you know i actually get more frustrated if i find that a person i'm talking to isn't useful um and i know this is all subjective or anything but i apply it in a kind of in a way of i try to observe them in or potentially observe them in a situation where i can you know hone that skill or talent of theirs for good um like, I guess the best way I can compare this to, it's like, think a teacher or a human resources person or, you know, like a facilitator or whatever. Like, these people are keenly, you know, looking in to see what this person is good at um, or bad at and to put them in situations that they can thrive in. That's 
that's my gig that's my vibes that's literally it makes sense it i used to struggle in mbti going like i don't use fi like i don't get it i feel inauthentic and i feel like i'm not doing anything right and then you get into sosa and you realize no introverted ethics means you're using it in conjunction with your extroverted um intuition and trying to understand um people's competencies potentials and how that makes sense in your world and in how it makes sense in the external world and how that's all you know fueling you and i'm like that's i can finally say that i use fi like oh my goodness that makes sense like i don't have that problem um it really <laughs> it has no and i mean okay and going back to the comparison thing the fi and fe in you know traditional mbti is actually switched in socio because extroverted ethics is all about self-expression the emotional state of yourself um you know, manipulating the mood of the room, especially if you're, you know, base FE. Um, that's, you know, that is your, you know, gig as an FE user in Socio, which is something that kind of makes a lot of more sense because um, the philosophy of group versus individual, I feel like is too broad um, for an ethical component between the, ethic, the ethical types. Um, I feel like at either or, anyone can have that mentality and that viewpoint. I feel like there could be FI people who believe in the group mentality, and I believe that there are FE people who believe in the individual mentality. Um, but when you describe it in socio, they don't really care about your school of thought. They care about your brain process, which is, I feel like, you know, what typology is about is tracking your brain patterns. Um, tracking what habits you've basically formed with yourself ever since you were younger and how you've managed to behave in, you know, in the real world and how you are interacting with other people, um, which kind of leads to me with the whole intertype relations, which thank goodness, it's such, it's a very complicated and dense subject. But um, when you finally kind of get into it and you start realizing the terminology, like um, your supervisor, supervisee, benefactor, benefactee, uh, conflictors, blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that, it's, it's all TI, like, it's just, ugh so long (laughs) but there is a benefit there is a value there is a a worth in all of that um it actually flavors and savors (laughs) your interactions with others and kind of gives you the tool again it's it's a tool again um how interacting with a person can make sense for you and why there are you know problems in conversations what's so cool um like for example there the first thing that came to my mind is i finally learned that um that the person i was talking to that i was really friends with for quite a while is polar ne and it made total sense now because it makes um it it finally fit the puzzle of why this person would be frustrated whenever i would just be just being myself and not that i can't be myself around this person it's just that my energy is uh confusing frustrating and polarizing for them and i'm like wondering why and i you know, and finally someone brought up like that they have trouble making those uh, potential connections and drawing from, you know, from potential uh, data that doesn't exist in the real world. And to them, it just doesn't make sense because why would they do that when they can just focus on, um, you know, the real matter, the real practical matter. And I realized, oh my goodness, you don't have any, you don't value any, it's vulnerable to you and you get insecure when it's projected onto you and it's demanded out of you. And I'm like, that's so fascinating. And now it, you know, the the whole interaction between us actually makes more sense now. Um, we don't... <laughs> I mean, the fighting doesn't happen anymore, so that's great. Uh, 
And the whole dualizing and semi-dual, which is a whole other category, um, another dense information. Uh, growing up with two SI Dom parents. You know, in MBTI, it's always like, oh my goodness, you're cursed because you grew up with SJs and life is hard. Um, people are just going to get you to be systematic, blah, blah, blah. And you get to work on your, in- but you get to work on your inferior function and things work out. Socio argues an alternative. Um, it argues that yes, your actually no, your inferior, or in this case, your suggestive function, or sorry, oh my gosh, your, your suggestive um, information element is doesn't get better, but it can be improved upon in the sense that because it's experience based, it it works only if you are surrounded and been abused. <laughs> they say trained or. Um, helped by you know someone of your dual or your semi-dual in my case abused <laughs> i say this abusingly because i mean when you get drilled to be into um such a thing uh to be into you know comfort seeking harmony seeking balance uh you know all that gigs um knowing how your your body is feeling at all times and being aware of your limitations like that has been drilled into me as a kid that it's very easy for me now because it's a habit. You know, I've formed habits about it. I've formed ways to make it work because even though it drove me insane every time I had to think about it as a 1DSI person, um, it's so cool that that's not my, you know, that compared to other IEEs um, being raised by a dual and a semi-dual, that it's, <laughs> I didn't realize it was going to have a benefit for me, that it was going to have um, some form of usefulness. But here we are, you know, you know, fast forward into the future and... I don't have problems, you know, taking care of myself and taking care of my, you know, body needs because I am focused on it or um, I'm taking a responsibility and ownership of those needs and all those sensations that while it's still kind of hard to be, you know, the wizardry that is introverted sensing, um, <laughs> but I can, you know, I can appreciate it for what it's worth. I'm not completely averse to it. Um and I don't see a problem, you know, being around folks who are of that ego, that it's not hard for me to associate myself with them. And it's really nice, you know, it's it's really nice. And it, I think it really does help. Now, that could be a whole other episode and stuff also on how growing up with that has, you know, actually benefited me in detail. Um, but yeah, I've just decided I was going to babble. Turns out energy drinks can help. I mean, this particular breed is not bad. I actually have not finished it yet. There's still a lot, so I don't know how... I'm probably going to keep babbling. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, um, I hope you guys enjoy, you know, hanging out with me for this and, you know, chilling with me on this, ex- you know, interesting little episode of how I managed to work it out um, with this system. I hope to be able to gain more from it and use more from it. Uh, and I want... I have to keep... I have to cut it short because... I mean, short in a 30-minute sense. Um, but a little quick update about everything else. I've also been put into a lot of simmering and a lot of thought, processing on how else I want to continue my projects. Um, I'm approaching my 20th episode soon, and I've been meaning to make it a gig of inviting people as guests on my podcast show. I want people to be interacting and I want to have that happen. I also intend to post a lot of my episodes uh, from now on also on Twitter. Uh, sorry, I mean, yes, I post it on Twitter, but on YouTube as well. 
I should, probably would post like snippets though. Like I don't want to post the full thirty minutes because the, the poor person trying to watch a video for thirty minutes of just just nothing but audio sounds like torture um, for your eardrums. But I would like to post little snippets so that you'd be intrigued as to what else is offered in the podcast show, and I feel like that would be really interesting to kind of join in and get into. Um, and I I was actually recently been using an app to try to get to record my voice, which I think can be a pretty big thing, and I want to get that into that a little bit more. So with that, you know, with without further ado, thank you so much for hearing me babble and talking about quickly whatever. Maybe I'll have another more chill conversation um, about it. <laughs> Which come on, really? Like no, I don't think so. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for for listening in. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your evening. Um, stay tuned for whatever else projects I will be offering. It will be a thing, and I intend to have that out. Um, hopefully by the end of the year, uh, which is what, in like a couple months, I want to make it happen all at once and make it, you know, all work out. So for the people who are listening in and staying in tune and following and, you know, enjoying my existence, thank you. I really do appreciate it. Um, you guys make my day. And for that, I want to say thanks and have a good day. Bye.